0: What's going on, folks? Ty from BreakerCulture.com. I hope you're doing well. Um, So Shanee and I have been hard at work doing some things for the podcast, some new interviews and some fun content that we're going to be pushing out. Um, So today's going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast. Just myself, I'm going to talk through some some things in the hobby that I think are important to touch on. Uh, I'm going to bust out some stats for you and give you some tidbits to walk away from. Obviously, week three kicked off last night, and from a sports fan, sports hobby Um, perspective what a great way to start off the week right baker mayfield looked absolutely exceptional i think it's going to ignite um the uh, the rookie class even more than it already has been but uh some other neat things have been happening too Uh, obviously we had the the release of heritage high number last week and that's from a baseball side has been big time focus Uh, i have a lot of, of points on that that i think we can talk about um, and then we have the NBA Prism Rookie Ladder that just rolled out. Uh, I just put that, that that out again. So I refresh every month uh, during the offseason. I try to refresh the Prism um, Silver Rookie Ladder so that you have a good perspective on what's happening with the NBA rookies. Obviously, the class from last year is, is uh, I don't want to say once in a generation, but a pretty darn good class. Some very top heavy rookies carrying that with Tatum and Mitchell um, and Mark and Fultz, those guys. Um, so, very interesting. Uh, ladder, if you really want to see kind of what's going on in the NBA market, I mean, guys, there is some money flowing in the NBA, uh, the NBA market right now. I think more so than ever. And you see that with just the silver prices in some of these rookies. Um, and so we'll touch on that here in a minute. Um, I think there's some good takeaways there. And, and as you look at investing in NBA rookies, which I think NBA is becoming really maybe the primary sport for investing um, in, in terms of rookie investments and long-term value. So very interesting, and, and we'll talk on that a little bit. But let's start with NFL um, week number three. Uh, obviously, again, Baker Mayfield, big-time performance last week. I think he showed us why he was the number one draft pick. Uh, I was impressed with just the zip on his balls. I mean, he was throwing, he was throwing rockets to his, his receivers, and he's just a gamer, like he's a leader, which I think you know from an intangible side. I think that's why Cleveland's so excited about him. Um, so uh, really, really stoked to see kind of what he does. I think it's going to be really hard to get decent prices for the Cleveland Browns now. It was already expensive, but now it's just going to be that much more expensive. Uh, Baker Mayfield Autos are just going to take a a you know a big kick in the in the butt uh, in terms of prices. So I think that's going to be really good to see. Um, you're going to see a lot of. A lot of happy buyers, a lot of inflation um, hitting the Baker Mayfield uh, marketplace. So, so keep an eye on that. But the rookies that I'm watching this week, I think there's a few. Um, I think Calvin Ridley showed a little bit of a, a little bit of flashiness last week. He had a touchdown catch, had some more targets. I think we're going to start to see him emerge. and he was on our top ten list, kind of going into the year. Uh, he was a steal that late in the first round, and uh, I think. A couple more weeks of, of decent performances, uh, touchdown here or there, and I think you're going to start to see Calvin Ridley start to sell for a little bit more. So I'm going to watch him closely. Now he's obviously on my radar. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I he can't, can't say enough about this guy. The guy does everything. He's getting you know 20 20 targets as a running back out of a receiver out of the backfield, uh, which is is unbelievable. Um, broke the record last week for Giants. Uh, Running back receptions, I think he had 13. So pretty cool. The guy just does it all. I mean, obviously, from a running back side, you worry about just the amount of workload he has and the the, the injury prone. Is is he gonna be? Is he gonna get hurt? Because um, that's obviously the 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 risk you run when you're investing into Saquon right now. But uh, I mean, the guy, all it's all it's gonna take is just it's just gonna take 150 yards every week, and and the guy is gonna be top rookie by far in terms of value. Um, and with the amount of touches he's getting, I, I just, I don't see how he doesn't get it. Um, so I'm excited about Saquon. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I want to watch the Giants game just to see Saquon. Uh, the guy's elusive. He makes everybody miss, which is, is really fun. He's, he's always got the potential to break out a, a big run. Uh, the other guy I'm watching Carryon Johnson for the Detroit lions, uh, starting to get some more touches. Uh, another guy that can be pretty electric. I think, Um uh, I think a couple more weeks, we're going to start to see him carrying most of the workload, and I think that'll be important. Uh, Detroit Lions players are always hard in terms of value. You, you just don't know. Um, you just don't know if they're going to be putting up the numbers to support uh, any type of inflation with their their rookie autos. So, uh, but I, but I think again, all it takes there is for Detroit to commit a little bit more to the run game and, and carry on Johnson. It looks like he might be the number one guy in line for that job. So. Uh, keep an eye on him. Pretty, pretty excited. Um, so those are the four guys. I mean, obviously Baker Mayfield Mayfield's the fourth. I was going to have him on my list anyway, uh, but now that he's he's, I mean, more than likely, I would guess, going to be named the starter for the Cleveland Browns. Um, he is the guy to collect. Him and Saquon, hands down, the two guys that you want to see out of products. Um, so the Spectra release, you're gonna you're just going to see a doubling down on those types, those guys in, in that release, and I think you'll start to see some other guys like like I said, Carry On Johnson. Um, and Calvin Ridley and DJ Moore, maybe out of Carolina. Um, you might even see uh, Sonny Michelle out of New England. He's, starting, he's 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 back. He got some touches last week. Um, all it takes is for them to give him 15, 20 carries and him to do something. New England running backs are always a little scary, uh, but uh, he's one of those guys, again, that you give him the, t- the touches and he's going to break something. So I, I'm excited to see what he can do. So, yeah, week three of the NFL is going to be really fun. I uh, hope you're looking at it from not just uh, how fun it's been from a, a uh, NFL fan perspective, but from a collector perspective. There's a lot, lot going on right now. Um, all the first-year guys, rookies, and a lot of the second-year guys, uh, <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes specifically, uh, I mean the guy, he has single-handedly driven up prices uh, of 2017-18 wax by like 40%. Um, so – Pretty pretty sweet stuff. I mean, Deshaun Watson uh obviously uh was the, the cream of the crop, but now I think Patrick Mahomes is the cream of the crop. Deshaun Watson hasn't had too too good of a first two two games, so I think that'll be interesting to see how things pan out for him. But NFL week three, pretty hot stuff. Uh second thing, Topps Heritage High Number. Um so here's the deal with heritage high number. Uh I, first of all I'm just surprised that the wax prices aren't doing as good as we thought. Uh, you know, they, they rolled out, uh, at release about 1200 bucks for a, for a sealed hobby case. And I think we're at somewhere around 1100, maybe a little bit below that, um, on the, um, on the retail market on the secondary market. I mean, you're starting to see cases for less than 900 bucks. Uh, I think, I think that's going to bottom out really, really quickly. Uh, I know for me, I, I've seen a couple that low and I've snagged them up, uh, I just there's just too much value in these cases. Um, so so here's the deal with heritage high number. Uh, obviously, production is up. I think retail is a little bit more difficult of a break. Uh, you're just not seeing as much content coming out of it. What you are seeing come out of it more is better quality cards. Um, the centering and the edges seem to be better uh, from my perspective at of retail, and I've opened a lot of both. Um, so keep that in mind if you're looking at you know building sets or sending cards in for grading. Uh, retail might be the best choice for you. And you can get blaster cases for pretty cheap. And out of blaster cases, you can expect anywhere between four and seven of all the top name rookies. Um, so you figure if you're pulling a you know, 20 to 30 out of those top name, top four rookies, uh, there's a lot of value coming out of the blaster cases, especially when you can get them somewhere between 250 and 300, uh, which I think is a really good deal. Uh, the other thing that you're seeing more out of blaster cases is the uh, black refractors. Uh, I, I believe I was pulling between one and sometimes two black refractors out of a blaster case. Uh, out of hobby cases, uh, there's been multiple cases where I haven't re- pulled out one. Uh, so I think uh, you get, you're get you seeing a lot more of the black border, which just don't carry as much intrinsic value in, in, those, in those because I don't think the market is just a big fan of them. It's kind of like the... Uh, the, the 100 year anniversary cards, I mean, you, you, or, or even the, the magenta back or the flip stock. I mean, those are cool. They're very short printed, but um, yeah, the market just doesn't like those as much. Um, you're looking for the, you know, the chrome, the chrome refractors, the black chrome refractors. Those are going to be the cards to have, obviously, the the, the action variations. Those are the cards you want. But yeah, at a retail, I mean, you're looking at getting, you're getting one per case, the minimum of a black refractor. Um, so you figure for the cost of between three and four blaster cases, you can, or uh, one hobby case, you can get three to four blaster cases. Uh, you're likely going to pull maybe one auto out of that, those four blaster cases, and probably four to five black refractors. Um, so yeah, there's some there's some value there. Um, if you want to chase retail, and I think it uh, it's gonna it's gonna hold its value pretty well at this point. I don't think you're going to see much of a, a letdown there. So here's the interesting thing with pricing for Heritage High Number. Um, so let's let's talk about the four the four key rookies, um, and and we'll throw Andahar in there as well because he does have an auto. He doesn't have a base rookie, but you got Glaber, you got Soto, you got Acuna, and you got Otani. Um, Otani and Glaber, uh, they're autos, and essentially they're, they're Chrome and they refractors. So their Chrome's numbered to nine ninety nine, the Chrome refractors are numbered to five sixty nine. Both of those guys have seen a slight decrease in value over the course of this first week. Um, The Glaber autos came out pretty hot. They were right around 450. Um, They're sitting around 375, getting closer to 350. I mean, if he does anything in the playoffs, those things are going to be $500 autos again. But um, those autos have decreased significantly over the first week, uh, as expected, right? And and Glaber, kind of across the board, is starting to see a pretty. Um, pretty massive hit in terms of his prices. He was pretty inflated because of a couple nice weeks there, um, so he's kind of sifting back into reality a little bit. Uh, his Chrome cards, number to nine ninety nine, have dropped from thirty four to sixteen, and his refractors have dropped from about seventy down to forty. Um, so again, you're talking about a forty percent decrease across the board on Glaber over the first week. Otani uh, opened up his autos around 780. Uh, he's down to about 650, um, so about a 20% decrease. Uh, he's seen a he's seen a 50% decrease in his his refractor prices from 130 to 70, um, and then on the Chrome side from about 80 to 40. So again, a, a pretty significant decrease. On the flip side, Acuna and Soto have seen an increase over the last week. I think folks are realizing that. Uh, first off, to get in the Kuna and Soto auto, it's 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 really difficult. There's just not a lot of them. Uh, so you've seen auto prices for Akuna. They opened up about five fifty. They're sitting at about five eighty. Um, and I take the that back. That's actually Soto. Soto's gone from five sixty to five eighty eighty on just the base autos. Um, in terms of his just the regular Chrome. We've seen a we've seen a pretty nice hold of value here. Um, He opened at 80 or 85, and he's sitting about 70 for the Chrome number to 9.99. The the refractors, which is this is crazy. The refractors opened around 130, and the average sales price over the last two days is 140. So I I think folks, and this is smart, like folks realizing that Soto doesn't have a lot of cards, um, and this is going to be his rookie card to have. Um, of course, the argument could be made about the Bowman Chrome, but um, as we've seen with kind of the Mookie Bet situation, I mean, Heritage, the Heritage rookies, I mean, they they are becoming the card, the rookie card. Um, Top's Chrome's kind of taking that third, fourth seat. Um, the Bowman Chromes are obviously up there as one or two, and then you got the Heritage that. Um, you know, over the last three years, all the key rookies are, are comparable in price, and they've risen basically every month over the last twelve months. So, uh, and Soto doesn't have an action variation, uh, and so, so yeah, I mean that that's just that in itself makes the the base rookies and it makes the Chrome and the refractors that much more valuable. Uh, his black refractors are just insane right now. You're looking anywhere between seven and, and nine hundred bucks. Um, so yeah, I mean. You want to track Soto, good, well graded, you know PSA ten, BGS ten. Those are going to be those are going to be really really good cards. Um, So uh, I I definitely think that's going to that's going to allow the sealed pricing of Heritage High Number to remain consistent and slowly increase over the next, you know, six to twelve months. In terms of Akuna, Akuna's Auto, kind of the same thing, man. It opened at five ninety. And here we are. The last two days, they've been selling for six sixty. Uh, so we've seen, you know, a ten percent increase over the first week. Uh, we've seen an increase in his chromes from fifty to fifty seven. And this is this is insane here. His refractors have gone from the initial sales price of eighty between eighty and eighty five. They're selling now for one twenty five, one thirty. Uh, so, uh, Acuna's been hot uh, across the board. Uh, and Akuna does have rookies in a lot of places, but what we've seen here is that folks realize this is just the marketplace realizing that Akuna is, uh, he is an exceptional talent and this is going to be his rookie card to have. And, um, you know, I, have gotten offers across the board for Acuna base rookies for 10 to 12, basically since, in, you know, release over the last week, um, the thing with these guys, and, and we've talked about this uh, kind of through communication through Twitter and some other things, um, condition of these cards is, is going to be a big factor in, in, in driving value for base rookies. The chromes and the refractors have been pretty good across the board, but the base heritage rookies, it's hard to find well-centered, good corners. Um, you know, no flaking on the on the on the edges and the backs. Uh, it's hard to find that. And I think you're you're gonna see very few PSA tens, uh, very few BGS 9.5 10s. Um, so it's it's gonna drive the value up for the really good, uh, the really good conditioned rookies. Um, and so for Acuna and for Soto, that, that's gonna be the key. And I think um, that's gonna that's gonna be what drives the value for um, for this heritage high number. The other thing is there's a couple other, there's a couple other rookies that are sitting in there that are, that are performing and selling pretty well. Um, you know, obviously you got, you got David Bodie out of, out of Chicago for the Cubs. Uh, he's been a pretty consistent seller. Um, he's kind of leveled off over the last three weeks in his performance, but just watch him. He's a fan favorite. Uh, Derek Rodriguez for the giants is another one. Uh, I think you got to watch that one pretty closely. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think just across the board, I, I think this is a solid, solid product. I've been really impressed with the breaks that I've seen. Um, you know, we we've opened quite a few hobby cases, quite a few blaster cases, and uh, uh, I think this is the this is one of those products where you're going to look back and think, "Man, I wish I would have snagged some of this at a, a cheaper price when it was when it dropped a bit after release." Especially now that we see Bowman Chrome doesn't look as hot as we thought it would be. Obviously, you got some of the rookie autos in there. Um, which will be incredibly hard to hit, uh, but the base rookie cards aren't going to be as plentiful, and uh, even the prospects. Uh, I think, if you, if you look at communications from different folks, I think maybe it was a lo- big a bit of a letdown with some of the players on that checklist. So heritage high number gives my gets my two thumbs up of approval. It's definitely a, a product that you want to spend some time in. Be interesting to watch. We'll touch base on this next week uh, in terms of pricing. Over the last week, uh, so two weeks after release, to see how it continues to be impacted by the new products coming out. All right, so let's switch gears real quick and let's talk about the NBA Prism Ladder. So again, the the, the NBA rookie class of last year is obviously I don't, I don't want to say generational, but it, it, it's an exceptional class, right? You got very high end rookies on the top end with Tatum and Mitchell and Lonzo and Fultz and some of those guys, even the guys a little bit further down the list, like Mark and and Josh Jackson, Dennis Smith, those guys are holding value really well. Um, so so I release this every two weeks during the season, and then every month I refresh pricing on the PRISM ladder to show you kind of what's happening with um, non-graded um, PRISM silver rookie pricing because this is the de facto standard rookie to have for the NBA um, NBA card market so I put it out go to BreakerCulture.com and you can see the updated for this month um, and so I'll just run down a couple things here a couple things that stood out to me first off the top three uh, Jason Tatum I mean you're looking at 255 is his Prism Silver price right now that's the going rate ungraded graded you're looking at anywhere between 5 and 700 for a PS, uh, PSA 10 um you're seeing uh, he's increased over the last month 10 percent or excuse me 9.2 percent pretty pretty impressive donovan mitchell even more impressive 34 percent increase in his silver prices over the past month he's up to 217 um he's basically near his november 2017 release pricing i mean that that's how that's how much emphasis is being put on these silvers um so he, and again, it's hard to hit that at that week one pricing, especially um, considering how hot these guys were back when the product released. Um, you see a, a big time release price. You see a big dip usually on the first two, three weeks, except for some of the guys that aren't uh, hyped up as much. And then you, a lot of those guys just kind of level off. Very few of them climb back up to that pricing. This is what it is. Um, Tatum and Mitchell are both there. And, and it's really, really impressive. Lonzo Ball a twenty one percent increase in the last month. He went from seventy to about seventy eight, and he's at he you know he, (laughs) I mean considering where he was you know at release it's not a great price but I mean, guys I think people are realizing that he is in L A with LeBron, and the guy's an exceptional uh, passer. The guy has amazing court vision. Is going to conduct the floor well and. I just see nothing but upside for Lonzo. I mean, 78 to me seems like a steal. I think this is $120, $130 easy uh, by November, December. Um, So yeah, I think that's one definitely to watch. In terms of rounding out the top 10, Fultz dropped 7% to 71. Um, Kuzma uh, rose about a point and a half to 60. Uh, Mark Kanin, 40% increase up to 56 uh, Josh Jackson 28% to 56 um, Dennis Smith 18% to 51 Jonathan Isaac um surprisingly moved into the top 10 25% increase up to 36 and so yeah there's this there's some impressive uh stability in the Prism Silvers and I think uh I think if you're looking at investing like check this out and get a good five for what happens with silver prices. Because as you, as Prism comes out and that's going to come out, you know, towards the end of November of this year for 2018, 19 NBA rookie class, uh, there's going to be guys that you're not going to want to spend money on initially out of the gate. You're not going to want to probably, and again, it'll depend on how the NBA season plays itself out. Uh, but some of those top guys that are having a hot first two months, you're going to want to be smart because it's going to be hard for them to hit that prices again. Uh you're going to want to wait a month, a month and a half and start snagging up some of the silvers after the excitement it kind of levels off a bit. But you're going to want to really invest in some of those guys that maybe aren't having a good first couple months, but and prices aren't great out of the gate. I mean, because you look at guys like um let's take a couple guys like Josh Hart for example. 13 bucks at release is sitting at 29. I mean, you're talking a you know 150% increase in price. It's pretty darn impressive. Uh, Harry Giles, 23, up to 30. Um, So you you can be really smart. You can be really wise with the way you invest and and get some pretty good steals. But again, you'll want to really pay attention to December and January pricing because that's the prices where you want to watch closely and start snagging the guys that you like because that's where you're going to start seeing the most value. Uh, In terms of biggest increasers for the, for The week or for the month, uh, here's the five guys that, that increase the most: uh, Ivan Rab, 588% increase. Uh, he, he's up to 688 and uh, a silver. Um, so you could have snagged him sub two dollars a month ago. And again, keep in mind, I mean, obviously, quantity is not in abundance for some of these rookies, but I mean, when you're talking a 600% increase. I don't care what you do for a living like if if you want to if you want to drop a couple hundred bucks into a guy like Ivan Rab, uh and or, or any rookie for that matter and, and you and you see that type of price movement that's a substantial like a substantially good investment and uh, that's what makes investing in basketball cards uh, really really worth your time and really fun so use it to that to your advantage for for that Type of uh, investment. Luke Canard, 167 percent increase. He's up to 870. Um, TJ Leaf, 130 percent increase, up to 470. Um, Anabogu, 100 uh, percent increase, 106 percent. And then Devon Reed, up to 201. He uh, he basically doubled. He had 100 percent increase this week or this month. So lot, lots of good lots of good movement. Like this is this is the period where um, baseball's starting to see a little bit of a pullback. Um, Some of the teams that uh, are disqualified from, you know, playoff contention, uh, maybe the rookies aren't performing quite as well. Um, You start to see a little bit of pullback and then you see a doubling down of, you know, the really hot teams like the Yankees and things like that that are going to make the playoffs, the Acunas. um, And you see a a really substantial investment in those rookies. Some of the money starts to shift over to the NBA market between now and the end of October. Um, So, if you're looking at riding the train for some of these guys, now's the time to jump in and figure out who you want to invest in, and uh, and you can start to see a pretty good bang for your buck. Um, again, double down on Prism Silvers 2017-18, still a good investment. Lots of good guys in there. If I'm looking at this list, I told you I'd be I'd be considering um, Lonzo Ball. I'd be considering a guy like Dennis Smith. If the guy could play an ounce of defense, it might help his cause a little bit. I'd be considering guys like De'Aaron Fox, who's sitting at 27. Um, uh, I'd be looking at guys like, uh, who else do I like here? I like Malik Monk. Uh, I like Harry Giles, who's number 11 on the list. He's sitting at 20, 27 and a half. Um, those guys who, uh, all it's going to take is a good month and you're going to see those guys at 50 plus. Um, those are good investments and they're pretty low risk investments. So, um, uh, use the prism ladder to your advantage because, you have you have a leg up on everybody else being able to see price movements and how the market responds to performances. Um, so that's where we're at. Uh, so hope that's helpful, guys. Uh, again, very short podcast this week. Uh, we'll be back this weekend to cover a lot of new content, and then we have uh, three interviews uh, already on the books for next week that I think you're going to really really enjoy. And uh, we appreciate you participating in and. And everything that Breaker Culture offers uh this week's this week's podcast was actually supported and sponsored by uh Big Hurt 35. We appreciate Brian over there at BH35. Check him out at bh35sportscards.com. Um you can find all kinds of cool uh, breaks he does. He does a really good thing now that I think is uh I think is going to start to take off in the hobby, but he does a He does a thing where you can actually you can you can reserve a spot in your breaks. Um, but you don't have to pay for it up front. So when the break releases, you can go say, "Hey, I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I want to take you know the Cleveland Browns for this this uh, Spectra break, and I, uh, or a Bowman Chrome break that's coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, I want to take the Angels, uh, but I don't want to pay for it until the day before release." He's given the ability to do that. Uh, that's unheard of. That is unheard of. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how his his market his customers respond to that. I, when I saw it come out, I thought, "Man, no way." That's just too cool. Uh, I'll I'll snag some of those without having to put the money up front right now. Um, So good for him. Check out Brian, BH35 Sports Cards. Big fan. He's been sponsoring a lot of our Prism Ladders and our our, um, MLB Pricing Ladders. So thanks to him for that. And uh, we'll catch you guys here in a few days. Enjoy week three. Enjoy the Pricing Ladder. And enjoy Heritage High Number Baseball.